and welcome to episode 12 of The Content Barn, which is um, a podcast all about marketing and content and uh, basically everything that we've learned as social first storytellers, creating video uh, for, for brands across a lot of different industries. Um, it's actually our first episode of 2021. I uh, can't believe that we're saying that. It feels like 2020 was never ending. Um, and it's actually been although we're in lockdown again, uh, it's actually been quite a busy January. Um, we had lots of people cancelling, obviously, when lockdown was announced. But since then, I think people are realising more and more that um, they need to stay in contact with their customers. So uh, we've luckily had quite a lot of um, a lot of jobs and a lot of shoots to go to. Um, so it's not just the, the shoots that have kept us busy, but also welcoming our new team member Beatrice um, and that's kind of where the name of this podcast has come from this episode the team member who we've never met because we're going to be talking about what it's like to bring someone into a team during the pandemic when everything you know no one's in offices so everything's been done virtually um, and essentially Beatrice and I are a marketing team of two but we have never ever met each other in real life so um, hello Beatrice do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, yeah, I'm Beatrice. So I have recently graduated from Leeds University this year, a little bit promptly, didn't get the graduation ceremony that I was promised, but doesn't matter. Um, I studied psychology for four years with a year in Australia, and uh, I've done work experience in both production and marketing. So before this, when I just finished, you know, when I, yeah, just finished university, I went into a marketing position, sort of advertisement marketing for an automotive company, which took me, it was six months kind of contracted till December. Um, and then I joined this team, but before that I've also done some production work um, and work experience with Fremantle and amazing production. So I was lucky enough to work on a development team and I got to do some set running on the Channel 4 show, mm. um, which was really great. And um, I'm very grateful to get that experience. But now I'm here as the Channel 4 production. <laughs> which show was it, if you're allowed to tell us, that you worked on? Um, Old House, I think is. I think I'm allowed to tell you, I think it's, it's out. So um, Old House, New Home, nice. <laughs> George Clark. Um, I got to be a runner on one of the episodes at one of the houses, which was good because it's basically, they find an old house and make it a new home, so as, the, as the title would suggest. Um, yeah, so that was a very good experience. Yeah, and you've joined us as our marketing and production assistant, um, which, you know, we're, we're really lucky. Obviously, the pandemic has hit every business hard, but we were lucky to have enough of an increase in, um, in work that we needed a new team member. Um, so you'll be doing our, you know, like our social media and our website um, and that kind of thing. And when... We're not sending you out on shoots at the moment, but at a certain point you'll be going out on shoots as well. So um, yeah, we're just really pleased to have you. It's already, you've only been here for what, three weeks? Four? Yeah, three weeks, nearly a month now. Oh, and it's, I don't know how I survived without you. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad that you were one of the companies that needed a little bit of extra help because obviously job hunting as a recent graduate with, I mean, we're lucky enough to get some experience, but you know, starting out, not exactly ideal they're not exactly there's not jobs cropping up everywhere and everywhere I mean how, how was like you know that's quite a unique experience really how was job job hunting um during COVID 
to, I mean, obviously you'd, you know, you'd work before you'd been through the process pre COVID. Um, yeah. How did you find it? I mean, obviously not ideal, but to be honest, when you're bored, I, I mean, it's definitely a time where you, you either do nothing or you jump on it and you're there like every day looking for a job. Um, but you don't want to get too caught up in that. But um, yeah, it wasn't ideal, but I was kind of just on LinkedIn. I was signing up to Indeed or to like lots of different companies sites to see if I could like get my name out there, put my CV out. I was working on my CV. I got like family and friends to help me with that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people not replying back and then internships because I think the pandemic hit in sort of March, but I was finished my degree by about June so that time it was sort of like applying for internships I applied for that were meant to be starting in like July August September Mm -hmm. and a lot of those unfortunately were cancelled so I kind of just had to go like well I need to find something now because obviously I wasn't expecting all of them to work out or Mm -hmm. any of them for that matter but I was hoping to get somewhere with one of those. So it was kind of like get back on the wagon, reapply, a lot of adapting to online tests. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. fun. And I mean, like what I found weird, because I actually, before I start, I started this job in the pandemic um, in June yeah. last year. So I had had an interview um, before this job, actually for a different role over Zoom. Um, and it's weird, isn't it? It's a, it's a, a bit of an yeah. unusual... Um, I, actually, I actually also went on some dates over Zoom as well. So um, did a bit of like online Tinder dating, like Zoom dating. That's so funny. So did I. I have a friend, um, well, my sister's friend has, is sort of doing this, uh, I'm going to call it like a speed dating app. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted to do a trial for it. But my sister's had a long term boyfriend. So my sister was like, well, I don't I don't want to do it. <laughs> so, um, But she put my name down. So I was out there testing a friend's app for her. So I got to do some of that Zoom. I mean, it's not unlike a job interview sometimes. No and you're sort of like, you have to set your background up and and like yeah. get the right position. And I guess like the thing that that ties a date and an interview together is it is all about like getting a read of a person and seeing if there's like a kind of chemistry in a way um yeah. how, how did you find you know zoom job interviewing I mean it was an interesting one because initially you don't really know obviously not like what's acceptable and what isn't but when you're meeting someone in person there's a certain like what you wear mm-hmm what time do you rock up early do you do all of this but when it's a scheduled zoom meeting and they know that you're in your house it's sort of like well yeah obviously a background thing but are you dressing up for the interview still you're dressing up on the top half you got a pajama you rocking pajamas on the bottom and then obviously you can't really show up early to a scheduled meeting but you've got to make sure that you're there ready and waiting and you also you've kind of got the advantage of if you're on a laptop or on a phone having something there sort of to prompt you so I mean I tried to take advantage of that I tried to prep for an interview as I usually would but obviously you probably would some people might prep less because if they feel like they've got things at home like guide to help them guide Mm -hmm. them on the interview then they might prepare less but I was just trying to you know overly prep make sure I knew everything to speak about the company and then impression wise I felt like I tried to go in as professional as possible and then read the situation because when you see someone else in their own house dressed in their (laughs) own clothes you're kind of like 
I think I can maybe relax a bit. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. the thing that I noticed the absence of is that kind of like on the way to the meeting room small talk that eases you in, you know, when you're kind of like, oh, so how was your journey? And uh, or do you want to drink, drink of water or whatever? And instead you're kind of like, right, well, I suppose we'll just go straight into the conversation then, to the questions. I mean, I feel like you were pretty good. When I had my interview with you, you were my first round of interviews. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like the first question is like, well, how are you getting on in the pandemic? Like, how are, is everything okay with you? And I feel like there was a, you definitely had some questions. I don't know if you did this on purpose, but prepared some questions, which were a lot more like settling you into the interview, which definitely, I think as an unusual circumstance, having a video interview is, that, that did relax me a bit as well. Just knowing like, okay, that this is a company that is relatively interested in me or is at least fading interest to sort of relax me, which was definitely nice. Well, that's good. Yeah, the, I think because I had had Zoom ones where they'd gone straight in um, previously, I thought, you know, I, for me, when I'm hiring someone, anyone can say they've done anything. Um, so what I, I'm really looking for is like the type of person. And I think you've got to have a bit of small talk to around the kind of competencies or whatever you need to just hear what kind of person they are and what they're passionate about and that kind of thing to make a proper decision um so yeah it definitely is weird and I think what I found difficult um you know maybe would have been different if we'd interviewed kind of two of us and you but um being able to like take notes but also look at you so you knew I was paying attention because I think when you're in an, an office in a room together there's kind of that given that we're all listening but you know yeah. you're a bit too still do you think I'm frozen like <laughs> it's oh, yeah, that's a problem yeah. network like connection that was another thing you didn't account for or multiple people on zoom because obviously like you're saying if it is two people interviewing and it's not at separate stages it's in the same stage then you've got like four people on the screen you're not quite sure who to look at because you've got like four people and you're also not quite sure who's who because sometimes they don't really do an introduction so that it's just like all you see is who whatever they've put their name as on zoom or microsoft teams or wherever that's another thing downloading half the software to be able to <laughs> do the interview because i think zoom is has been like the universal one but I know for towards the end of the university, the university definitely adopted um, Microsoft Teams. Yeah. And then there's like, yeah, a couple others. So sometimes just having the software. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's like different things to think about than you normally would. And yeah. then I guess, so then we flash forward to the start of January after Christmas um, and when you joined us and, you know, I've, you've started jobs before, I've, brought on new people before but never quite in these circumstances um, and I remember feeling a little bit like oh god how is this even going to go because you know like I said so much of I think like what makes a team is how you interact with each other not on the work itself but how you kind of bounce off each other and support each other and how I was thinking like how do we do this when she's not here um how, how's it been from your side joining a company where you've not actually ever been to the office or met anybody? I mean, it's interesting because my uh, the job that I had before this was the exact same circumstance. So I didn't meet anyone, but um, 
I'd done work experience with at the at the company before okay. so I guess I was it wasn't quite the same situation because I had met um the uh, the woman that owned the company so I had that I already had that sort of familiarity there um but I mean it's it's interesting because I feel like I, you have to kind of show who you are, kind of what you're saying about the interview stage, but you've got to make sure that you're not too quiet and you're actually present in Zoom meetings and try and sort of say stuff and integrate in a different way because you want to feel like you're part of the team because you're so not, like you're so physically apart from the team that you're like trying to find connections wherever you can based on what people are saying, but then you also don't want to come across like, really over the top because you're you're not meeting them in person they don't maybe haven't really got the chance to know you as a person human three-dimensional figure um so it's been interesting but we've definitely every sort of company's had this way of adapting and I like the idea that in the interview process I mean it was one of the questions that you asked me like how which I found was actually really interesting and was an interesting question that was asked. It's like, how do you like to communicate? Mm-hmm. Because obviously in this circumstance, because there's no actual, I mean, obviously there's verbal communication through Zoom, but there's not as like, hey, can you just help me with this type situation? But we have um, Google chat and like, it's basically like an open line of communication, which we discussed, I think, in the interview. Yeah. And you were just super like, message me anytime like you're saying about you would help me if you were sitting right there so exactly if I I, the way I see it you know particularly in that those first few months in a team there are no stupid questions from you like you know where is this saved who do I ask for this that kind of stuff um so what I wanted you to feel was that that kind of instant messaging thing and zoom if it was a bigger question were replacements for us sitting next to each other in an office I didn't want you to feel like it had to be a really you know big um substantial question for you to bother me so um that was something that we did put in straight away didn't we like just message me anytime um yeah and you know it's getting the balance as well between um you know particularly because you're new I know that you know actually now you know you've, you've done so well that it's not really an issue but um at the beginning you you know people can sort of be sitting there thinking like I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing um so it's getting the balance between making sure we were talking enough so that you didn't feel lost but not so much that you felt I was like peering into your bedroom every yeah but but for sure I think that is definitely the most relaxing thing for me because exactly what you said I don't know whether it's um, person specific, mm-hmm. but having that pressure of not not wanting to harass someone online, because obviously there's always do's and don'ts with mm-hmm. when you're communicating via technology or text messages is always like, oh, you can't text five times in a row or even twice in a row. Um, and yeah, not wanting to harass someone, but also not wanting to sit there doing nothing. Absolutely. It's kind of interesting because you very much have to organize your time and give yourself things to do because there's no one also to be looking at what you're doing like directly there's no one looking at your screen like like if you have youtube up at the side or you're watching a netflix movie like you have to really i mean some people not like oh you have to really restrain yourself like i've got no self-control but, <laughs> but like you also don't you kind of got to be like well i have to work like i need to be yeah. working because you, there's no one watching you to stop you from doing that but at the same time 
you've got to appreciate that there's someone that is waiting on things from you or like expecting things from you in a like a timely manner so I think that's another thing where came in with you about like assigning tasks and like how doing that online and being like oh this is asking questions about oh should I do this first because obviously on my side organizing time and then also having you available to be like oh well actually this is taking slightly longer um than expected so what should I prioritize and I feel like that's very much something again that we talked about that I think I don't know if you've managed that way before with other people because I know you've had like protégés before. Um, Oh, I'd love to be called that. Um, The thing for me is, you know, I think this is such a different way of working. I've I've normally worked with teams in the office with a bit of work Mm. from home. This is completely new. Um, But for me, um, you know, you're talking about this kind of the distractions of working from home, the pressures of the pandemic. This isn't normal. Uh, I'm not going to say any of the buzzwords about like unprecedented or new normal, but this isn't normal. So for me, yeah, like there could be the the temptation as a uh, line manager of somebody to be like, what are you doing right now? Like, but actually, I just think if I set you to work and you're doing it right and you're getting it to me on time, I don't really care if you watch YouTube. (laughs) It just doesn't bother me. Um, I think that this is a really unique experiment in the balance, like a sort of reciprocal relationship of trust and uh, responsibility. And yeah. you know, I think the way I view it, and I, this is how I, I would always manage, is like, I'm gonna trust you until you give me a reason not to, which I guess is like what we say about dating as well, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what you're meant to go into it. I'm gonna trust you. So like, you know, I've never met you, but you've got everything I've asked you to do done. So if you wanna watch a couple of, um, you know, veterans returning from oh, the war. war to them <laughs> to see their family. You know now that you've said that I'm gonna crack open Netflix and get watching. I've been <laughs> here harder work Rachel I didn't know it was so relaxed. Well I just think you know you you have got through a degree, you've got through jobs, you're getting through a pandemic, you know you know the expectations. So yeah. how you kind of manage your time within that I'm I'm happy this is not a normal working situation like you said you're not sitting beside me I'm not watching you on what's I say MSN but that's, that's not a thing anymore yeah well um, where are we going back to 2002 yeah, we're not watching you get in your time machine and go back to 2002 um but yeah it's it is weird it's a, a weird situation and I think it everyone's under pressure and um I guess pressure can bring out the best and the worst in people and um the route I've chosen and hopefully which is a bit nicer for you is just to trust and you know let's work together because I you know I also sometimes just get a bit overwhelmed by life at the moment and I think oh do you know what I want to watch that dog that got found when there was a hurricane I'll send you the link oh. <laughs> <laughs> um and and like talking of pressure um you know I think it's as much about how we work together as how we kind of structure our lives yeah um so like I put I did a post on LinkedIn the other day about my kind of morning routine which I don't do every day because some days I'm just not feeling very motivated but I try and you know as soon as I wake up um put on my like a jumper and some tracksuit bottoms and just go out for a quick walk um I know but you know it's sort of like don't give yourself time to think about it yeah yeah um come back and do a little calm meditation 
and then make myself a nice cup of tea. And that's my sort of like, you know, the replacement for my commute. Cause your commute used to be the time where you'd psych yourself up for the day. That was the separation between home and office. And now the separation between my bed and my desk is like literally I can touch my bed. <laughs> so it's not very far at all. Um, have you managed to put in any sort of positive work from home routines or are you literally rolling out of bed one minute before logging on which is also absolutely fine honestly it's like it's a bit of a weird sometimes I would say half and half but I'm one of those people I I don't know if I was lucky or not but I spent a lot of time not being at home like I went to university in Leeds and I my family home is in London like south of London as well so even further and I had spent three, well, two years there, then a year in Australia, so literally couldn't be further away, and then came straight back to Leeds again for a year, and then had to move back into my family home when the pandemic hit. So I'm kind of used to living an individual life and having my own routine. Mm -hmm. I guess I was kind of lucky enough to have a family that was sort of like, well, you can do your own thing. Mm -hmm. And I had a pretty set routine, which is quite different from their routine. So I I was kind of lucky I had... um, I don't do get up and do a morning walk, I have to admit. <laughs> I have, I'm a big sort of like meal prepper, have everything ready. So I, and I, I am a creature of habit, same at university. So I made a green juice, which I finished. Oh, disgusting. Okay. I'm, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I made it on Sunday and for like three days, I'm going to say. And I go downstairs, I get a green juice with ice, water, a cup of water and a coffee. And then I make my classic porridge oats, which I make like every single day. It's a lot of fluids, Beatrice, all at once. For some reason, I'm like one of those people, I say I'm a creature of habit, but I also like choice because I, I get bored, but I like having the same things. I like having what I like. So I have like water, which just stays like on my desk and I drink throughout the day because that's another thing that I'm not walking enough for one and I'm also not drinking enough water because usually I bring a bottle of water when I'm out because I'm like oh I'll get thirsty but because I'm in my house I just assume like oh the tap's just here so it's fine but I just don't get enough to drink so I have all the drinks so so many fluids um that's good and um I think we were talking earlier as well about like music and podcasts and stuff and um I was saying like I do I do like you know a bit of both um but what something you said I absolutely agree with which was that you can't listen to a podcast while you're writing because it's like the words get mixed up yeah I mean it's yeah like I'm glad well I feel like I'm like I'm glad glad you feel the same way but it's actually what one of the things that we did in psychology in terms of like what part of your brain is activated when you're actually doing things to do with words or numerical or spatial but there's like working memory models that have them in different sort of sections of your brain in very I don't know abstract ways Mm -hmm. but one's like the phonological loop and like the visual spatial scratch pad and the other one's like your episodic memory and supposedly if you're doing two tasks that take up the same sort of like module part of your brain Mm -hmm. then it's a lot harder to do so if I'm doing like photoshop work or making edits for like a graphic for social media then I can listen to a podcast or like music with words. But if I'm writing copy for social or writing an email for a campaign, or I'm writing something on the website, or even I'm just writing an email, I feel I get it's really difficult. I start typing the words, yeah. start singing along, and then I'm like, party time over here. 
I am um, so, I find that um if I want a bit of momentum because I can't even listen to music that has words because I can't stop singing um but I find music's quite good to keep the pace up um so yeah. I recommend German rap because obviously you can't unless you speak German I don't know you that well so maybe you do but um because it's like very fast paced or good beat but you can't sing it also like Spanish or French you know you can choose your foreign language of choice but um I used to listen to like classical music or like rainforest sounds like when I was at university and then I just just like wore noise cancelling headphones but didn't play anything played like white noise air you know this is so weird but like aeroplane cabin noise weird yeah that is yeah. weird I have one saved on Spotify. I'll give it a go. It's deep, like deep cabin aeroplane noise. I mean, it might send you to sleep, to be honest. But I like sort of like that buzzing sound. It kind of makes me like in the zone. But I even Spanish, German rap music sounds like it's aggressive. That's a good one. It's kind of like... <laughs> a, a good one. Yeah. Well, like, you know, what sounds good. Don't know what it's about. Probably something really explicit. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say I'll send you some and you send me some airplane noise. And My sister listens to um, ASMR. ASMR. Oh yeah, what are people are eating? Yeah, just like not just not like those ones. Just like there's one of this guy like on opening presents or wrapping up presents. I'm gonna say there's some weird stuff on the. It's on a the weird rabbit hole. <laughs> my house yeah there is a weird zone by we've got like half the people trying to move out I know that you were saying about like that's the thing like nothing can get done in this pan- like you're trying to work but then like I, I had plans to move out and I just moved back but then like housing stuff doesn't isn't going through um stressful and then, yeah it's just every gotta go that's the thing about continuing with your life about what you're saying about that work-life separation mm-hmm. you're still dealing with everything at home and because you are at home people think that you can do things like oh hey can you just quickly come and take the tesco delivery in or hey can you quickly come and put your washing on it's like well i'm actually at work right now work so but then it's like your family and like it's a small job and you feel like you're being annoying yeah and i don't know what it's like with you it's just just me but yeah i do i get distracted sometimes by like the little like i'll just put this load of washing on or i'll just you know quickly yeah but, you know, regardless of the challenges, you're, you know, we're so glad to have you on the team. You're doing a really, really good job. Um, and, and well done for doing your first podcast episode. Fantastic. Glad. Looking forward to doing more. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like that was, you know, our first podcast episode of 2021. The first one that I've done without Gary. Um, and I'm sure we'll do many, many more. But I'll let you get back to your afternoon. I'll send you some German rap. Thank you. I'll send you some aeroplane noise. Let me know what you think. (laughs) I'll speak to you later. Yeah, speak to you later.